Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 224 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside, Booter Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Tonight, lots of news. We have a new roadmap for Halo. What, like Halo 3, Halo 2? What is this? Uh, that's a lot of Assassin's Creed, question mark. <laughs> what amount of <laughs> Assassin's Creed is a lot? What is our barometer for Assassin's Creed? Cyberpunk expansion announced. What could that mean? Microsoft Activision deal still causing drama. I don't see why that would happen. New Switch hardware, and we have your September Game Pass games. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good to see that you are doing better. We tried this Wednesday, and it did not go over so well. I was not well, and I'm doing better now. Thank you for uh, checking in on me. I was not only not only that, and technical difficulties, and <laughs> all sorts a of fun stuff. Of, yeah, it was a multitude of challenges last Wednesday night. For <laughs> that was our uh, barrier for recording. Along with the newsmaster, we are of course joined by Lore Master Cesar Concepcion the second. Oh, Cesar, welcome. Give us some of your lore. No. Or the be the ma- uh, pa- uh, uh, master of the pages over there. He's busy oh, reading. Which McCulkin brother are you? The lost McCulkin. He's confused. He's lost. He's the lost McCulkin. Cesar, are you with us? Blink twice if you need help. I'm just ignoring you. Do you need help? Continue to ignore you. <laughs> Do you still need help? <laughs> about to be, I'm about to mute you. <laughs> For a podcast, it's probably not good content. All right, let's get to it. Cesar's somewhat here with us. There's a new roadmap, new roadmap for Halo. Oh, I think we all talked about this at some point. I'm, I'm quite annoyed, but. As I read into it, I was not as annoyed as I was to start with. Halo Infinite's co-op and Forge modes are delayed to November. Season 3 is delayed even further to new, to March 2023, says Tom Warren of The Verge, not from Windows Central. 343 Industries is delaying its next season of Halo Infinite to March 2023. That is season 3, by the way. Expanding its current season that started in May to 10 months long instead of the original promise three months brant you have a chance of completing this season pass <laughs> it, it may happen it may happen for you i was in shambles thinking i would not complete it before the next one and boy was i was wrong all of you knocked it out like real quick and I now you the, all regret it i was the first one this time yeah and then i'm uh playing halo infinite and not seeing the numbers go up which is the reason i play halo infinite uh, while Halo Infinite players are desperate for fresh content, the long-awaited Forge beta has also been delayed and will launch on November 8th alongside the co-op mode. Forge was originally planned for September, and it will allow Halo Infinite players to edit multiplayer levels and build new maps to share with fellow players. It was hugely popular in previous Halo games, and leaks have shown that Forge and Halo Infinite looks like it will be a lot of fun for players. I have seen some of these maps that people have done, like redone in Forge, and they look incredible. It is, it's truly like people will not go back to vanilla Halo at this point once yeah. this comes out, I would think. 
343 Industries is launching two new multiplayer maps alongside Forge on November 8th, and they're both built using the Forge editor. <laughs> so the community is already uh, <laughs> creating their content that they're rolling out as official, as official content. Uh, campaign co-op and mission replay will also be available on November 8th after delay from a late August target. But this was, what, two years ago? We thought this yeah. was going to be a thing? Yeah. But 343 Industries is sadly scrapping plans for a local split-screen co-op mode. There are currently still ways to play this if you would like to. <laughs> you can still yeah, play. a way to glitch it, and it seemingly works fine. Even on, like, the original Xbox One, like the old VCR one, it's fine. Yeah. I don't get this. This one throws me for a loop. Uh, in order to improve and accelerate ongoing live service development and to better address player feedback and quality of life updates, we have reallocated studio resources and are no longer working on local campaign split-screen co-op, said 3-4 Industries in a statement to IGN. Uh, I will drop back for a second, and uh, Bonnie Ross of 343 Industries, who has long steered this Halo ship in the current condition it is, told us after the aftermath of Halo 5 that there will never not be a split-screen <laughs> Halo game. Yeah. And and here we are, and it runs on the original. How does this happen? How many of those are still out there? How many original Xbox Ones are, like, holding back all this stuff and it works on it like how is this a thing i don't <laughs> this kills and, me i don't get and, this and 343 is not some tiny indie studio oh i mean I, I i get that it's a it's a huge project it was a very big undertaking with every different version of the xbox it released on but when you look at like the vcr compared to um, the ones even, and even then the, the series, the one S, the one S is amazing. Step up. So, I mean, it's it's not like they were trying to push it out on like something like Cyberpunk, where they trying to get it on like the next gen consoles as well as all the old stuff and even the VCR, Xbox, and all that. And I mean, that was a that was a huge, that was just a mess of glitches. But I mean, a majority of what they they had was there. Yeah. I think of The Witcher too, like The Witcher Three, that was originally yeah. planned for PS3 and 360. Ooh, that would have been a bad experience. Ooh, yeah. terrible. That would have been rough. Uh, players have been complaining about the XP system in Halo Infinite ever since its launch, and the new winter update will include new ways to earn XP instead of being forced to complete challenges. There will be a new match XP beta that lets players level up alongside completing the battle pass, which would have benefited all of us again. Uh, this article doesn't go into it, but, um, well, they do touch on it here at the end. So, Season 3 launches March 7th, 2023. That is a new 100-tier battle pass, right? Like we've been doing with these previous two. Yeah. Uh, what this Verge article doesn't mention is that November update will include a 30-tier free battle pass, which, uh, cool, you know, bridges the gap to that March update. So that will at least be something for players to play it and unlock and see the numbers go up and that sort of thing until then. Which, I've paid for the Battle Passes the past two rounds. I think Cesar did as well. So those that 20 bucks has been worth my time for the hundreds of hours I've put into it at this point. 
but uh, that 30-point battle pass will be free for everyone in November. It was in November 8th, I think, when the co-op mm-hmm. and all that drops. I believe so. Yeah, November 8th yep. through March 7th. Hopefully it comes on November 8th. <laughs> I about to say, with, with 343, it could always get another delay. It's it's crazy. I've I've seen people talk about how is is Halo in good hands with three four three, and I mean obviously they've just hit some snags, um, and I I don't know anybody that's ecstatic with the way that uh, Halo Infinite is running at the moment. Um, I know even us we have we have fun when we play together. Yep. But especially when it's only four people, but then you add a fifth, a sixth, a seventh, and you get in that big team battle grind, and you get back to back the same game modes over and over, and it just becomes, it just it becomes not fun. But I don't know, I don't know how long it'll take before, because they, who was it that they had, they had another studio coming in to uh, assist. A certain affinity people. Yeah, certain affinity. So hopefully in the not too distant future. As always, as it always does. And then um let's see, I guess moving on from the Hill story, we got a late edition from you, Brent, on the news. Yeah. A shit ton of Assassin's Creed announcements. Assassin Creed. (laughs) Assassin Creed, yes. You want to talk about the Assassin's Creed or you want me to talk about the Assassin's Creed? I saw a little bit of the show. Give me the ass in the Creed. <laughs> right oh. in the ass Creed. <laughs> so what What was this? A part of Oh my god, look at the that. UB Ford? Look at that JPEG they included. It's like it's like 20 different assassins across that JPEG. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, so this is the what, the 15th anniversary, right? Is it 15th or? Uh, yes, 15th anniversary. That's the word. Yeah, 15th anniversary. That lines up with my career path, so I do believe that is the right number. So they had like a whole huge blowout here of like a uh, random Assassin's Creed stuff. Yeah, the 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 biggest one, um, or I guess the the latest one. I mean, all this actually really leaked sometime last week like constantly we kept seeing stuff hey the assassin's creed mirage assassin's creed get ready. code name red get, like yeah. all this stuff was going crazy so they the official announcements for um assassin's creed mirage which is coming out on um all year, right? cur- yeah it's next year 2023 it's all current consoles um so like your xbox uh, ones, PS4s, fives, um, <laughs> your one Xbox X's. ones. Brent, you say it like that, like I have multiple Xbox ones. <laughs> mm, your Xbox who has ones. multiple Xbox ones? All of your Xbox ones. Brent, we need you to we need you to pull out the graph and show us what we get with every version. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, please whiteboard. Oh. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube or Twitch, please pause while Brent brings up his whiteboard, and we'll break down. Because oh, I was about console. to say, I already saw the um, the like the PS4 next to the PS5 version. It's just like Assassin's Creed Mirage PS4, and then PS5. It's like the 
definitive edition or, or whatever they call it now. The exclu- you know, uh, mega edition. I don't know what the hell. The they deluxe called one it. had like an extra DLC thing or something that I was seeing, but deluxe it's only fifty <laughs> bucks. Yeah, right? short, they said it's a short, short game. They said it was uh, supposed to be a DLC campaign that grew. So they said it's probably yeah. less than ten hours, and it turned into a full deal. But this so ten goes, hours for fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. That's right. not I bad. Paid, I paid more for less. And honestly, I'm we thinking. Uh, I'm thinking about it because this actually goes back. Uh, it's supposed to basically pay homage to the first game. Um, takes place back in the Middle East, uh, ninth century Baghdad. That video looks um, good. That video it looks, looks really good. good. I re- and that's the thing is, I, I I actually really loved um, the first Assassin's Creed. I, I know I know going back, it's not that great compared to what they did with yeah. Two and Brotherhood and, and, and all those other ones. Um, but I remember I'm the that same boat. <laughs> That, that, that was that was such a next gen game. It was yeah, like, it was. Oh gosh, playing that on because uh, I that's that's one of the things when I had a 360, I was like, I, I want Assassin's Creed. I want Assassin's Creed for that thing. It looks so good, and that opening, um, it always made me a little little upset. It had to be some part of um, possibly lost content or something. But that uh, opening cutscene where he's he's running. Through the crowds and stuff uh, to the to assassinate the guy, and he he does that thing. He 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 like runs up this building and everything. He, he assassinates. Him. Yeah, but he he pulls out like a uh, like a crossbow at some point, and you never get a crossbow in that game. I'm like, man, but that's there's probably a story behind that. But anyway, uh, I know Assassin's Creed. Yeah, if Mirage. you want to start that, man, it'd be like Killzone 2 enters the chat. <laughs> Killzone 2 uh, wants you to hold their beer. <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And uh, what, the Spider-Man puddles that they, they talked about? Oh, Puddle so Gate, yeah. Stupidly. Stupid-ass puzzles. Um, But that comes out, like we said, 2023. I know you can already pre-order um, the game. Uh, a few of the other announcements, uh, we're just going to go through these real quick because they didn't give anything too concrete in a lot of these. They were just kind of, uh, hey, this is in development kind of thing and not even here's it's a code named right now. It's you know, this isn't even its definitive title. Uh, Assassin's Creed codename Red, um, the big leap forward. This is the going to be the Assassin's Creed game based in uh, Japan. Uh Unlikely to be a 2024 game, um, possibly 2025, the latest, is what this article says. Yeah. So this was done by the Odyssey Studio in Quebec. So this is probably going to be the RPG-based one. Yeah. Um, trying to remember. And you got the one from Montreal, which is what the, the, the Salem Witch Trial. Yeah. Then you have, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ubisoft Montreal. The it's, overall importance of all of this, I mean, they, they they break down some specific genres, but the importance is that they they roadmapped the future of the franchise, right? They yeah. told us what's coming up across multiple genres, platforms, game types, all that stuff. Mobile. And the, yeah. And this, yeah. So, 
What Richard is referring to is the next thing, Assassin's... Uh, oh, wait, no. That's a little farther down. Assassin's Creed, uh, codename oh, J. Oh, it's way down, Brant. The mobile one. Uh, well, we, he Cesar just uh, talked about uh, codename Hex, which is the Montreal joint. That mm-hmm. um, I'd be interested to see a little bit more on that one. Um, the strictly multiplayer Assassin's Creed Invictus. I remember. Oh, I didn't see that until now. Which which Assassin was it? Was it Brotherhood? That Brotherhood had, had a strong. Brotherhood was the the one with the multiplayer. Was the multiplayer? I remember. I remember playing that. Element. That was actually pretty good. I liked that. I didn't like stay on it super long, but it was it was pretty interesting. It was something different. Where you could go and like disguise yourself and uh, try to out outpace the assassin and stuff and ass- assassinate your target. It was, I liked that. It was different. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what they can what they can do with all that. Uh, wasn't there one more? Oh yeah, they broke, untitled. Up, they broke up the formula enough with the multiplayer. Yeah. Did Did you ever play the multiplayer? No. I I played it back in the day. It was I liked it. It was it was nothing to like I said. It, it was nothing that like kept me there coming back like over and over and over. Um, I think back back then I was more you know Call of Duty player. Yeah, it but, wasn't the Assassin's Creed as a service that you wanted yeah. at the time. But it was it was decent. It was it was pretty good. Uh, and then we have the untitled Assassin's Creed um, Netflix. I'm guessing. I think it's been announced many times over. Yeah, they've they've talked about this a couple times. Uh, and then the Assassin's like the download from we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like you download it from the Netflix app, type I, game. I don't know. I don't know. Or is it just going to be a game by Netflix? How does that work? I don't know well, about this whole Netflix gaming thing. Yeah, right. so they, they reannounced the TV show again, and then they announced like a whole bunch of mobile games that's going to be available through the Netflix uh, Netflix app. So three, right? Uh, yes. Um, Assassin's Creed is one of them. Was it Valiant Hearts? Was the other one? Yeah. Valiant Hearts two, and there was a third. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. So either way, there's, gonna, there's a third game that I'll, I'll find later and mention. Uh, well, yeah, that and the Rayman reannounced the TV series. Rayman's not. Out. It's Rayman. <laughs> That's our brings Assassin's Creed Rayman Legends. So what? What? Uh, Brand also alluded to earlier is uh, Assassin's Creed Jade, which is supposed to be their AAA RPG on mobile devices. So. <laughs> Takes place in uh, ancient China. Um, this is all part of what that uh, Infinity or something like that. Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed Infinity, the hub that combines all future Assassin's Creed experiences. So they, they broke it down to where Phase One was the one. The Phase One is the ones we play with Desmond Miles, all the way up to Syndicate, and then Phase Two is the new ones that are the RPG based ones, which which is uh, Origin, <laughs> Odyssey, and they have like Marvel uh, phases. Now about say, yeah, what is this yeah. Marvel cinematic? 
And now they're on uh they they call phase three, which is the one we're entering now. Um, which they're supposed to go back with, with the modern storytelling with the modern day assassins, which they kind of skimped on on the this phase two one. And all that's gonna be told through Infinity. It's not gonna be told through the fellow uh, games that have been announced. Cesar, no spoilers. Was Desmond Miles? Did he get a happy ending based off of all the bullshit he went through? No. They didn't. I don't even feel like they really finished his. They they just kind of like. They didn't finish him. They like threw that story oh, to no, the they, side. They, they finished him. I mean, they yeah. they did finish him, but like Scorpion. Yeah. It it seems like they were divided on how they wanted the franchise to go, and it it didn't seem like Desmond was super popular, so they just kind of rushed that part of the story. Uh, it's, they had a lot of changing creative directors as well, so I mean, some of that's changed. But I mean, that is that when all the Jade Raymond stuff was going on? The original ones with the original, what was his name? The guy who, who magically got fired from the studio who did, uh, was it? He, he did the original Prince of Persia's. Ease? It's not Ease. Is somebody vacuuming? I hear like a vacuuming noise. No, nobody's vacuuming. No. Um, it's in my ear. Who's the original guy, Cesar? I, I'm, I, look, no, I'm, looking I'm up, thinking of uh, who it is, too. Up. Original director who did... Oh, God, this thing's all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's Assassin's Creed for you. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, oh, uh, this thing's all fucked. Uh, Patrice. 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 Yep. Remember the one that got kicked out of uh, Ubisoft? Right, right. Off the premises. Because he did Assassin's Creed, he did Assassin's Creed 2. And then... Um, where did he go? He, he did he Assassin's a, Creed Brotherhood. He did that original, those first three games. But there was a major game where he landed at that he did, right? He went solo studio and he did Ancestors. That's the last thing he did. That's what but, it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he His original plan was to have Desmond. The whole point, the whole animus was to for Desmond to go into the past and train him to be a modern-day assassin. The whole point of that series when he was originally doing it was that you go through and you train Desmond. And then you take over to modern day time, and he's he's assassin in modern day, because he does the training through all the animals. That was the original plan, and they just went on a haywire. So, there you go. Because then they went and changed it to like a parody of a video game company developing the animus for everybody at home. It was like a parody of Ubisoft. And yeah, I remember that. The modern it was a parody, now, it was a parody like, of Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. And so the modern day now within these RPG elements is like a Desmond's father is still around and he's training this new girl. And so she's he's like that's the only Desmond's thing that's kind of goes back for the original four games because he was in there. So yeah, because I remember that in the original game where that was the twist, where they were like putting Desmond in the machine and stuff, and then like you see that girl's hand and it's like that, Ooh. like she's missing, she's missing the I finger. I know that symbol. I know that symbol. <laughs> no, she's missing the finger. But then later, like we in like two two games later, they they show that oh yeah, we don't have to cut off our finger to you know the blade. We changed the blade to where it comes out. It was a, remember it was a, it was Leonardo da Vinci. He's like, yeah, I figured yeah. That. You gotta do it like this, and you won't cut it. You don't the blade moves. It's fine. Everything doesn't fine have now. to replace your finger. You it's just fine now. It's right there under your wrist. 
You didn't have to. You didn't have to put them in that uh, American Dad, what they call the rape machine. So. <laughs> Is that what with that huge circular thing with the guy in a minute? Oh God. Oh gosh. Is that all our Assassin's Creed updates? Yes, that's that's much Assassin Creed. Longer than a uh, brand planned. It'll be short. It'll be quick. <laughs> it'll be fine. Let's just let's just touch on this story real quick. It's good. Desmond's fingers are fine. Desmond's fine. No, Desmond is not fine, sir. Uh, Desmond is not fine. De- Desmond, right. Desmond's as not Sussar, fine. As Cesar told us, but no spoilers. Uh, next up, this comes from VideoGameChronicles.com. VideoGamesChronicle.com from Tom Ivan. The S is always the possessive is always in the wrong place. Cyberpunk 2077 expansion Phantom Liberty is coming to new gen consoles and PC in 2023. Johnny Silverhand will return alongside a new cast of characters in a quote unquote spy thriller expansion. Revealed during a Night City Wire broadcast on Tuesday, which is viewable in full above. Follow that link for videogameschronicle.com. The spy thriller expansion will feature the return of Johnny Silverhand, the character played by Keanu Reeves, alongside a new cast of characters. It's coming to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Stadia only, with CD Projekt announcing that the game's new Edge Runners update, also known as Patch 1.6, will be the last major update for the PS4 and Xbox One versions of Cyberpunk 2077. So if you've not upgraded your consoles yet, (laughs) (laughs) and you love Cyberpunk... This is now the reason to do so as of next year. This update will not come to those consoles. I saw there was a big update for Series S, which got them, I think, a high frame rate mode. It was hmm. still low resolution, but it got it got the Series S players a, an expected high frame rate mode, which is what other new gen? Is that what we're calling it? Thanks to Tom Current. Ivan from... I don't know. Yeah, videogameschronicle.com. Sure. It's it's current gen at this point. Cesar's been calling it current gen. I think it's, I think it's current gen. The, the the Sony's not making the PS4, not producing the PS4, and Xbox stopped producing right. the the ones. Right. So those are current gen. Next gen is now PlayStation. Whatever says, the hell comes next. Yeah. Yeah. So, Renee keeps informing me that we can only hear Richard, but we can keep going. We don't have to, that we're not to spend this all day. <laughs> PlayStation how does, next. How does this happen to us? I don't Do know. I try to fix it or no? It, Fuck it. It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> so. Let's knock this one out. I, I think it's funny because when it's like, I only 30, yeah, 38 minutes in. <laughs> right? Or, I well. And I haven't changed anything. Nothing's changed. Um, Everybody's good. Everybody should change, be good. Change, you changed the back when uh, they auto updated on you. Yeah. I did no such thing. We're good. We're good since last week. All right, what's next up? Call of Duty. Someone tell me about this Call of Duty game. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to play on PlayStation Six. No, what what's going on is no? this ever looming deal with uh, Microsoft and Activision that we keep hearing about, maybe being done soon. And no, the yeah, the, now the whatever. <sighs> People in the UK are investigating and looking at it closer and blah, 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 blah. So uh, I guess to try and ease everybody's mind. Ease? Uh, ease. ease eight. <laughs> uh, Phil Spencer had sent out some kind of detailed letter 
um, to Sony and I guess some other people because they were worried about how Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard would affect um, either current competitors or potential competitors, future competitors, things like that. Right, right. So... Essentially, what does that exclusivity agreement mean for us? Yes. So, Microsoft already said that they were going to um, uphold the deal that Sony had already had with Activision if the acquisition went through. Um, But Phil Spencer sent them a letter, I guess, outlining their plans. It's like a letter of um, intent. Oh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, he's a lawyer, so... He knows he knows the right type of letters to send <laughs> and saying that they would keep uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation consoles for for several years. So apparently <laughs> we had Mr. Jim Ryan come out and talk about the proposal to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation consoles is inadequate on many levels is his quote. My, my favorite thing was the whole bit on there where he's like, I wasn't going to say anything, but since they said something, here's my take on it. Here's That's my how he take. the whole thing on there. No one asked me. Here's what I, here's what I have to say. So, yeah, I, I talked about how Phil what Spencer... What does that end up being? Uh, well, Phil Spencer, like I said, he, he uh, sent them a letter of intent. He he talked to The Verge. It's right there. I had, I had intended to comment. I hadn't intended yeah. to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion. But I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into public forum. <laughs> <laughs> and it was because Phil spoke to The Verge about the letter and everything about Don't how name names. You know, how we're yeah, we're we're gonna keep it on there several several years that yeah, Jim Ryan's like, oh really? So yeah. Uh what exactly does several years mean? Microsoft had only offered Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation. Um, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account the impact on our gamers. Uh, we want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal uh, undermines this principle. So... No matter what, I mean, they if the deal does go through, they own they own it. I mean, but at some point, you I was about to say at some point you would you would think that, okay they own it at some point. That's what they're paying for is exclusivity. They want it on Game Pass. They you know, they want to draw that market to them. But on the other hand, was it I think it was this last week that Phil Spencer said something about. I think that the way the market's going, that you'll see less and less uh, console-exclusive games. Right. So and, and Minecraft for them is like the tier one example, right? Yeah, it's on you everything. You boot that up on a million different consoles and see Xbox Game Studio. Yeah, you, you can boot it up on Mac, on your PC, on Switch, P- PS, yeah, PS4, PS4 Switch, PS5, your PS3DS, your PS yes, Vita, you can, right. <laughs> we I mean, you yeah you put put that damn thing on everything yeah 
I, I I think he's I think that's in the right vicinity, but Call of Duty, you have to remember in three years, like what is Call of Duty gonna be versus what it was three years ago? Even now it's yeah. just not all the Call of Duty players that I know are no longer playing that game in any yeah. capacity. So you guys know any Call of Duty players like that? Cesar, I know you only play campaigns. No, most of my coworkers only they seem to play Destiny and Nobody in my job really does. I mean, they got kids that play Fortnite, they play Madden, they play FIFA, they play NBA Live, and then they play Destiny. That's it. I mean, I've seen more people on Destiny 2 than anything else. So yeah, NBA 2K, NBA Live 09. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think Sony's just sweating the uh, the revenue. I mean, because there are a lot of Call of Duty players. It may not be us. It may not be in our circles, but I know. Like I said, back in the day, when I was in high school, that was it. And I'm sure there's still a lot of high school, college kids that it's like it's hardcore Call of Duty, Call of Duty. It's I want the latest. I want the you know best one. We're you know jumping on Warzone every day, whatever. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just. I mean, there's a lot of copies of Call of Duty sell on PlayStation. So it, it, there is. And in the end of the day, I mean, these are business companies, so of course. I'm going to be good for PlayStation because they, they can't control the future of Call of Duty at this point. So, uh, of course, you're going to be kicking and screaming, even though if you have the right to or not, it doesn't matter. But, of course, you're going to be kicking and screaming. So, mm-hmm. on the other hand, part of it. So, yeah. On the other hand, they, you know, they've talked about their commitment to doing more live services. They've just purchased Bungie. So, they've got Destiny under their belt, uh, which is a huge live service game. Um, kind of in that, I wouldn't say it's, it's a looter shooter. It's not exactly a call of duty, but Hey, bring back reboot resistance, reboot kill zone, you know, bring back I mean, some of your IPs. I talked, I talked to Rich about that. They could reboot SOCOM, but the, the thing, the, the problem is their corporation. They don't want to spend the money to do that. I was like, you guys, you basically, they agreed to three years after the current deal. You have six years to reboot SOCOM. They don't look at it that way. Yeah. They look at it like, we got to spend this much money by this studio. Invest all this money on something that may not work. Yeah. So it's it's corporation stuff, man. You can't look at it with a gamer brain. So of course they're gonna do the the way it was cheaper for them to just sit there and pay money to Activision to get exclusive modes, get exclusive map, to get exclusive skins ever so often. To appease the the gamers that are playing on PlayStation. So Yeah. I'm I'm with you. It makes sense. Go I say instead of bitching about it, go reboot SOCOM. Get a yeah. studio and redo it and just get bigger than Call of Duty, but they don't want to spend the money on that. So that's that's at the end of the day. So yeah, SOCOM, go you know strike a deal with with um, Ubisoft for for Splinter Cell uh, exclusivity. You know Rainbow Six is is pretty is still pretty dang big. Um, Which one Do, are people uh, playing the new one or are they still playing? Siege. <laughs> it's yeah, it's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, is, right. is mainly what you see. They try to replace it with Extraction, and it's wasn't that originally called like Rainbow Six Pandemic or something? Yeah, yeah, and then they changed it because of yeah, the pandemic. They had to. <laughs> it was bad naming convention. Not on their fault, but just the way the the way everything broke down. So yeah, Brent, to, to your credit, man, I agree with you, man, but. They, they pushed out Sean Layden, who had the game. Yeah. 
and they decided to go with Jim Ryan, who has the business side. So he's going to be looking at it at the business aspect. You will. Yeah, I, miss, I miss Sean Layton. I, I, I don't think do. you would get this kind of bitching from Sean Layton. Sean Layton would have been like, you know what? Let's just try to bring SOCOM back. I, I imagine he would have been the dude that's like, all right, let's, let's try to do something different and Fuck fill that gap. Fuck him. Let him take it. We'll bring back yeah. SOCOM. SOCOM was bigger anyways. <laughs> and that, that's why I'm saying Jim Ryan's like, I got to spend all this money to to reboot SOCOM and we might fuck right. it up. And he, right. you know, that's that's what they're looking at now. They're looking at the business aspect. So it's cheaper for them to sit there and pay money to Activision for Call of Duty bullshit than just to do something on I don't know. I mean, they, they are rebooting a bunch of franchises. I mean, we're supposed to be getting a Twisted Metal, whatever whatever that's going to look like. But see, that, uh, that's a great that's a crazy thing. I mean, we we're, we're talking Twisted about metal, whatever. Well, real only reason why we're getting Twisted Metal is because a, a TV show is coming out. I know it's a it, it's a TV show. We got we got they, but they a lot product, of the major they prioritized the Last of Us remake because of a Last of Us TV show. I mean, yeah. I'd say a lot of Sony first party properties right now are a movie or a TV show tie-in. Uh, so we got Horizon on. Then, yeah, we yeah. got another yeah. Hey, we're getting a gra- another Gravity Rush. Yes. Uh, we're getting a Gravity Rush go. movie. So what about a new Gravity Rush? I, hey, with the with all of the... Because um, I never brought it up on here. Because um, try not to get too deep into sales numbers and stuff. Bring you know, up, big, big milestones up, and stuff. It's, it's, you know, sometimes that's cool. Bring it up. But um, did y'all see that... What multiverses has done some something like twenty million, or so. <laughs> yeah, really? and that's a free to play, uh, just fighting you know brawler smash clone, and that's that's all people buying in, buying in game currency, buying the battle pass, buying founders passes and stuff like that. So, hey Sony, take another stab at PlayStation All Stars, please. Please do it. To, to answer your question, Brandon, I mean, you look at something that's popular like Smash Brothers and make something that's decently good and put it on consoles that don't have Smash Brothers. I mean, you're gonna make money. So. Yeah. I mean, the fucking the fucking game's not even on Switch yet. So. I know. <laughs> really? What is it yeah, on? Multiverse is not on Switch. Yeah. Not yet. It's it's PC, uh, Xbox, and and PlayStation. Even that's Xbox the- One and PS4. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Is it not out on Switch yet? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming later. All I'm I assuming, saw was Velma. I'm assuming WB is going to put it. Yeah, I'm assuming WB is going to put on Switch when they feel like they they can compete against Smash Brothers. I think they put it out there. Yeah. Trying not to put it out there to die. So. Still they really have a multiverses multi, multiverses amiibo out. Oh, hey, they're adding Gizmo or added Gizmo. I think he's already out. Actually, they're big. Those are big franchises that are coming to that. <laughs> I was about to say like, they're supposed to be serious. adding Beetlejuice and yeah. It's not a halfway attempt. You see these clones that just kind of dial it in, like that Nickelodeon one. The f- no, that's the racer I'm thinking of. The first racer game had like six franchises, maybe. But the I think the Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Yeah, I think that thing. one was okay. I think that they're still supporting that one. I think it did well. They're supporting it. They're getting new characters, but I don't. I, you don't see as much buzz around that as as multiverses. And honestly, I'll talk. I'll talk about it later in games played. There are times you log into multiverses and it's an unplayable mess. I'll, that's all I've got to say. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear that. I have yet to check it out, so here we go. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not at all. Sometimes it is a mess, huh? 
All right. We have new Nintendo hardware. This comes from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Switch OLED model revealed alongside new game trailer. This special edition console will launch on November 4th, close to a very significant Guy Fawkes Day, mm-hmm. with a suggested retail price of 360 US dollars. This does not come with a copy of the game. It is no good later. I love enough. that. I love that aesthetic where we're going to keep not putting the game with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's this great version. Like, not even a digital copy. Like, not even a digital code. Here's your Super Mario World version of uh, the Super Nintendo. It does not come with a copy of Super Mario World. <laughs> and it was Splatoon 3, remember? Great, great Splatoon, Splatoon 3, 3 is OLED, up there, too. But yeah. No copy of Splatoon 3. They're the hey, only it's, ones it's doing $50, that. Hey, right? it's $50 more, and you don't get the game. Yeah. <laughs> Here, but it's worth I, it. I do have to say that the this this uh, article doesn't have as many pictures, but the the detail on it is actually it's a pretty it's really a pretty nice. It is very console. nice. Yeah. But you it would think good. you would get the game. Like yeah. even those new 3DS consoles, you got the Pokemon Red or Blue or whatever it was with each one of those. Yeah. With the face plates and such. And it, yeah, they gave it gave you a digital code for the for Pokemon Blue minimum. and Red. Bare minimum. It was digital nice. Code. Yeah. These do not yeah. come with that. Rich, you bring up a good point. Those were the days where you used to bitch about getting a digital code instead of a physical copy of the game. Yeah, we cried. <laughs> we cried. Now, and look what look shaking our fists. Where's our, our digital code? Give us code? the Wicker HD on that uh, Wii U limited yep. edition as a digital copy, you bastards. So that's what it would be, as Cesar brings up, that's what it would be today. If we got a Wind Waker HD special edition <laughs> Switch, you would not get Wind Waker HD. You would just get the console. You wouldn't get the, the high, would it come with Hyrule Historia also, the digital copy of that? Yeah. You, don't get, you don't get either one of those. You just get the console. That's all you get. For $70 more cosmetics. We cried. Or, Look what happened. But... They so, punished us. They kicked us the wrong direction. <laughs> to to paint a picture for for the listeners, um, the OLED dock has like etched uh, in like a Pokeball border and like some fancy stuff along with the two legendaries um, on on the front side, mm-hmm. the back um, where the like the cords go in, and there's that tiny little hole. They've actually got like a etched Pokeball red and white uh, part on there. The uh, Joy Cons are uh, red and blue with uh, red and purple. A red and red and Scarlet blue, red and, and purple, violet. Yeah. With you have to you have to tell me special Brian, little I'm logos. worried about colors here recently. So if you if you <laughs> say that's blue, I'm just worried about myself. It looks purple to me. Uh, and the we back, come from the red and blue generation. The back features um, several uh, different little logos, and I guess um, they said, you know, once you homages to the yeah, once you've played the game, you you would recognize. So I'm guessing they have to do with the the gems and things like that, but as well as the the starters. So Spurgito, Fuicoco, and uh, Quaxley are are on the back of the actual console. So and it it does it looks really really nice and if they put the I don't even think the Splatoon one looked that good no it looks nice this is is fucking gorgeous but this is this has so much this one has so much detail the dock is pretty too it makes me 
hopeful that they will take this um, amount of detail and apply it to, say, a Breath of the Wild 2-themed Switch, whatever model that will be released on. On, on, a, new, with, on a new Switch hardware? Yeah, new, hopefully it's a new Switch. Upgraded. <laughs> Switch U. Which we might be talking about the name of that title next yeah. episode. Yeah, I was about to say, we've got, we've got rumors of a Switch or Nintendo Direct uh, upcoming, possible Wind Waker, possible Metroid news. So, um, I don't know. With Nintendo Directs, I try not to get my hopes up anymore. Because... <laughs> so, the, uh, the same people begging for the PlayStation Showcase out there on Twitter, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brant, Cesar and I were pretty early upgraders with the Switch OLED. We got the... We got a steep discount on that first model. Yeah. Are there any of these special editions or anything that have like convinced you to maybe jump on one of those? Not really for next hardware. Yeah. Because I mean, I do play my Switch handheld, but a lot of times if I'm playing, I'll play at home and it's in the TV. So you know, whatever. But I know the, I know like that even, OLED is nice. It's gorgeous. But I've tried to show my brother, friend of the show, Russell. And it's like, as they're side-by-side, side, it's so noticeable. But if you're mm-hmm. not looking at those side-by-side, side, it's like, uh, it doesn't run any differently. Yeah. It's it's not any sort of, it's not a PS4 or Pro Advantage type thing. So, it's like, I don't know the difference. I'm just yeah. been playing on this thing since, was it 2017 that thing came out? <laughs> I know. I still have I still have the launch. Uh, the original. Uh. Yeah, we have one in my household as well. So, and it's still Which, going strong. Those are, Mine, it's say, a dedicated Minecraft machine. Those point. those are more uh, valuable at this point because of uh, what you can do with those machines. Really? So. Are they? Okay. The hackability of them? Uh, no, Nintendo. Um, we are good boys here on FLCast, and we would never modify our Nintendo systems. <laughs> Put it on my wall. <laughs> Brian, you know the rules. We absolutely modify our Nintendo DSs, 2DSs, and 3DSs. Right, because those stores aren't supported. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're about to disappear. If it was available, but since they're taking that away, I will openly modify my 2DS, 3DS. (sighs) Next up. (laughs) I get, yeah, that's, it's so sad, but that's the state we're in with Nintendo. They need to offer their offer their freaking games. Oh yeah, Richard. Some I forgot to tell you, I was playing uh, Splatoon three, and somebody's going around tagging the walls that they're playing Splatoon three on their uh, modded three DS. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing this on my modded three DS. That's better than my. Uh, oh that's my better than my viral tweet where I ran into someone that says I got crabs from Splatsville. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the lobby said, I got crabs from Splatsville. <laughs> it's like, what? Game of the year. I decided that was it from there on out. <laughs> All right, Brant, are you getting the getting this OLED switch, the Pokemon? Uh, no, I'm I'm waiting until because it is. A, y'all are maxed out on switches in the household, yeah. right? So, yeah, there's no advantage to upgrading. During, yeah. I was about to say, our, our son got a switch light. And he he actually got the um, Sword and Shield limited edition. 
I recently so. encountered a Switch Lite and was messing around with one, and I really like them. It's They're nice. nice. They're, They're really, really nice. nice. Uh, and then Cesar the... showed us his when it came out, like what two or three years ago at this point, and it's like that's pretty great. Yeah. The the animal, uh, the the pandemic and uh, Animal Crossing being released uh, kind of forced the misses to get one. And we played it for a, a really long time, and now she it sits in a drawer. It sits in the case in the drawer, and she doesn't really play it very much. I'm strangely so. I'm strangely trying to sell mine on getting one because a friend of hers recently acquired one, and she loved Picross 3D on the 3DS. She loved Picross 3D, and I got her another Picross game at some point, and she was not a fan because you couldn't rotate the puzzles and look at it the same way. So I know there's like Picross S, is it S one through seven essentially now on the Switch? Season like seven the, just came out. The yeah. Genesis yeah. one, the Master System. Yeah, there's all kinds of Picrosses on there. A bunch of anime-based ones too. Yeah, and I, I totally think that would be her jam. But I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you did not like anything outside of rotating those 3D puzzle ones on the 3DS. That mm-hmm. like that was that was totally what made Picross for her. Was seeing those puzzles like it was. We'll see. I may download a demo and see if uh, see if it ca- catches her eye. Quaxley. <laughs> Is that I your like Qua- Is Quaxley? Yeah, I just like Quaxley out of there. All right, last but not least, coming to Xbox Game Pass. A lot of people are playing this game. Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is like Animal Crossing-esque, but Disney characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Sims also, too. I noticed that with the And the Sims. Little... That Disney mm-hmm. show we watch, I was like, this is fucking Sims, man. Which has a chance story. to be a that has a chance to be Major a big part. hit between those two markets, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I think of honestly, I hate the label of casual games, right? There's no what is a casual game? There's there's games you play and there's games you don't play. It's like there's not this in between. I hate that term, honestly. I feel like it's short. It's a shortcoming for like a uh, uh, Picross. Is that a casual <laughs> game? It's a great game. Who cares? Uh, Doctor Mario. We got away with that casual gamer bullshit. Huh? The phrase I don't really hear that often. I do for games like this and like Animal Crossing. Casual gamers. Casual yeah. gamers love this. Filthy casuals. It's like those people. I consider myself <laughs> to be a gamer. I did not. I was intimidated by Animal Crossing. <laughs> what do you are, play, Tetris? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Tetris is Tetris is rough, man. I'm about to say Tetris is This is one of those things. It's like this label just does not casual game. That Candy Cross, Candy Crush. Yeah. That's just it's a I mobile. I call it mobile game. gaming, man. I don't yeah, even I call it casual, casual. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Uh anyways, we have Disney Dreamlight Valley. The League of Super Pets. The Adventures of Crypto and Ace. Uh, Game of the year. Brant's all-time favorite simulator. You suck at parking. Game of the year. Train Sim World 3. The Spots Game. Metal Hell Slinger, which I've seen a bunch of clips of this where you shoot alongside a like a metal soundtrack, and it's almost like a. Uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer type thing. Yeah, but with a, yeah, but with a shooter. Uh, Opus Magnum. I can't read that subtitle. Mozart. Ashes, 
Ashes of the Singularity, Escalation. Those are the games coming to Xbox Game Pass. But there's a shit ton leaving Game Pass leaving. by September 15th. So actually, that's... Get on there. Play them all. That's later this week. Holy crap. Oh, these are some big games, too. I hate this list. Oh, God, I hate this list. The more I read. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this list. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence uh, Cloud sequels, Console PC. The sequel's coming up. That seems like yeah. a missed opportunity, right? Yeah. Or is that an opportunity to reintroduce it to Game yeah. Pass? It has. I, I agree with Cesar. If you wanted to play this title... It's been there for a long time, but the new one's coming out. Like that would be a good chance to have it there, ready for everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. At, at this point, you can ask Renee. Renee's like, "Oh, I gotta play it now before the new one comes out," and that's what he's been doing. So it's, <laughs> he is playing it. He's beating it before he's beating it again. Uh, he's oh, doing okay. what it's supposed to do. So uh, Ari Renee on here. We should get Renee yeah. on here to talk games one day. Uh, Aragami Two, Cloud Console PC. Bug Fables. This one hurts. This is the Paper Mario game. <laughs> the Everlasting Slapping. Cloud Console Sapling. PC. <laughs> or Sapling. <laughs> slapping. Oh. I mean, it was close. It would uh, <laughs> be awesome. You just swap the L. Craft- Two totally different games, Brent. Craftopia. Uh, Final Fantasy 13. That's huge, because that is a great next-gen translation yeah. of that game. That sucks. Um, let's see. Flynn's Son of Crimson? Sure. Uh, I Am Fish? Sure, Brant, if that's how you want to identify. I Am Fish, apparently. Brant uh, is uh, leaving. I've seen that game on YouTube. It's really weird. You like this. You just roll a fish around, and you have to get him to <laughs> different parts of water. Is that like I Am Mayonnaise or whatever? No, it's like <laughs> I Am Mayonnaise. Tap for mayonnaise. Tap for mayonnaise. Tap for mayonnaise. Tap this one's like you. I guess it's from like a sequel to I Am Bread, where you you actually have <laughs> yeah, to you tap. You have to get from like I've seen people do it. You roll as a fish, and you live for so long outside of the water, so you got to roll them into a oh. river, roll them into a lake, and it's like puzzle base, and it's like, like you're going down a hill, right? And so like some of it's like it's like reverse Sonic the Hedgehog. You die in the air, so. <laughs> I like it. But the new one, uh, the air bubbles come way, way briefer. That's how I beat it with the bullshit, with the bullshit air bubbles. I was there for 30 minutes. I beat it. I don't care. We watched. I was there too. I beat it. I was that one at that one part. I was there for 30 minutes. just trying to survive the fucking bubbles that didn't come out there at the right time. I was there. It was not right. Something was wrong. Uh, let's see. We also have Lost Worlds, Beyond the Page, Mighty Goose, Skate Bird, and the Artful Escape. Skate Bird is a big hit. If you want to play yeah. some, um, if you want to play some uh, new metal slug, Richard, play some Mighty Goose. Mighty Goose. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Metal slug might come up in a couple minutes. Well, that's the end of news. So oh, let's... that's the end of news. Let's go yeah. to games played. Let's talk about that metal slug. Uh, so those who are not on this podcast that may be unaware, I was on a trip the past uh, week. And part of that trip was going to a arcade, like an arcade bar setup in Asheville, North Carolina, which I kind of think the three of us could support one of these easily. 
and have a good time with. Uh, so what you would do is uh, the premise was you would get a band like uh, uh, Six Flags or something like that, where it was a or, you know, they checked your ID and you got those. Yeah. This was your alcohol pass. But you would pay ten dollars and it was unlimited games for whatever they had. And the main feature of this, I sent you guys pictures from this place. The main feature of this place was pinball, which has been totally it's out of my league. I don't need something else to collect. Please, God, <laughs> don't let it be another hobby. <laughs> I like it, but no, no, thanks. Um, I played a couple of the pinball games. They had a bunch of the Stern tables. They had a bunch of Williams tables. I played the TMNT uh, Stern game, and it's it's weird to me. So I've been out of pinball for a long I'm not, I've never been into pinball, but I haven't played a pinball game in a long time. And this one had an LCD screen as part of the the placard or whatever that backing part is mm-hmm. that you look at. So as I'm playing TMNT and I'm, I'm, I'm playing pinball, you know, I hit it into an area of, you know, what you're trying to shoot it into. I don't, I don't know. I do not know what that term is in pinball. <laughs> and it's so my turtles went into the pizza parlor. So as the ball goes into that spot, I get this thing on the LCD screen where you see them like walk into the pizza parlor <laughs> and it, I get bonus points. And, and then there's like a game based off the pinball bits of of that type stuff. But um, I played the TMNT game. I played a Led Zeppelin game. I think that was a Williams uh, pinball okay. table Don't where you forward. pick a Led Zeppelin theme. You, play, you pick a song from their catalog and then you're just in whatever game that is as you go. And I suck at pinball. I wish I was better. And I could tell you there's like these great level tiers and all sorts of stuff that you can go through. Uh, what else did I play? There was another big one there. Led Zeppelin, TMNT. Was it a Marvel one or something? I don't know. Those were the two big ones that stood out. But this barcade also had uh, consoles and you could check out games for these consoles. And as so you would scan a QR code, you go to this, you go to this wall and there's three TVs and there's all these consoles set up. There's Dreamcast, PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, GameCube, um, Turbo Graphics. They had a Turbo Graphics. Oh. And some of the people in my party checked out a game. They're like, we don't know what this is. And I'm, I'm that person. I'm like, oh, this was a NEC thing. It was a uh, huge in Japan. It beat out the Genesis, but it was. It was not marketed well here, and it kind of sucked. So nobody nobody ended up buying it or playing it. And they played Bonk's Adventure. <laughs> it was fun watching. <laughs> it's fun watching people play Bonk's Adventure for the first time because it's on a card, right? So you see them slide it into the Turbo Graphics, and it's not a cartridge or anything else from that era. So that was pretty exciting. But they were playing on LCD screens, which mm. in my yeah in my in my eyes, like oh, I don't know if I were to do this, I would definitely make sure CRTs. Yes, amen. But I get for the convenience and the setup that they had, because they had this wall, right? Like kind of like where I'm facing. And then right behind it is where they had a couple arcade cabinets. So they had like an MVS machine right here. They had um, Burger Time. There was a bunch like right behind arcade cabinets, right behind where those consoles were set up. But it was cool. Like they had, and their whole shtick, because they had a QR code next to the consoles and you scan the QR code and then it told you what they had for each console that you could check out. So your $10 got you 
access to any of these systems that you wanted. And then you would just scroll through and find out, you know, what games they had for the systems and then go up to the counter and say, hey, I want to play this. I want to check this out, that sort of thing. So they had they had the multi tap for the turbo graphics, but they didn't have Bomberman. <laughs> like, this is what this was my chance. I could have played because I have the Bomberman <laughs> game, but I don't have the turbo tap. It's like, man, this was my chance. I could have done it. Um, but there were it was really cool that they had all this stuff and their whole shtick is they're authentic. So the Xbox is not modded. They don't have any flashcards for the Genesis. They don't have a, a bootable uh, turbo was a hue card for the turbo graphics, that kind of thing. Each game that you checked out. And when I looked at bonk, like when we checked out bonk, they brought us the disc or they brought us the card. It had the guy, it had the manual and everything. And I'm like, okay, this is, they're going for a thing here. And at the same time, I'm like, man, if I knew this place was up here, I would have brought them some donations. I would have brought them stuff like out of my surplus so they could check them out for people and things like that. Cause they didn't have top spin for Xbox. It's like, this would have been a great game for Xbox. You could have had this available for people to play this tennis game. Uh, but that place was really, really, really cool. It is called level 256 in Asheville, North Carolina. Do either of you guys know what the level 256 reference is? Pac-Man. Pac-Man, that's it. That is the kill screen from Pac-Man. If you get to 256, it glitches out. Yep. That's it. When you get there, that's a no-go. I believe it is also famously referenced in Ready Player One. <laughs> the book slash... A, uh, a quarter so you can come back to life in the, in the book. Yep. The book slash movie that catches so much shit for no one got the movie they ever addressed in the movie. Remember, he got the quarter they didn't. The curator. I never seen the movie. I love the book. I never seen the movie. Oh, yeah. the movie's good. God, I read the book two houses ago. That sounds a certain way, but that's <laughs> it's like uh, 10 years in, in the Richard timeline. I mean, you should watch the movie. It's like uh, as close as you're going to get to like 80s, early 90s Spielberg. You did a good job with it. Yeah, but people, they catch shit for it. Like even the author catches shit for writing that sort of fan service oh, i don't care man yeah it's... you guys would love this place i bought a bunch of stickers from them i'll give you each a sticker from this place uh i got a t-shirt from them i thought it was just it was awesome ten dollars to play all these games and then you got you had a full bar they didn't really have any food but you could get it was anything you could drink basically and Asheville as a whole was full of breweries and places you could walk to and and uh, get any beer you wanted to barbecue all over the place. It was just an awesome place to visit. Uh, while we were up there, we a uh, friend of the show, Russell, convinced me to take a bunch of Xboxes up there, uh, Xbox Ones, that is, and for the purpose of playing uh, Master Chief Collection. <laughs> <laughs> so we could play uh, a local Halo. So at multiple nights over the five days we were there, there were six to eight of us playing halo one halo two uh just local like a local room type thing mm -hmm. uh capture the flag whatever out of that uh master chief collection and that was a shit ton of fun that was a lot of fun reminds me of um our land party get-togethers where the person that snipes you is right behind you so you hear them laughing as soon as they shoot you. And it's like, okay, okay, I know who that was. That's fine. That's sure. Sure, sure, you got me. I'll get you next time. And um, that may be the way to go. You guys have both been to multiple LAN parties that I've done with Halo. And 
this may be the way to go. You get so many game options. And there were some maps on Halo 1 that as much as we've played Halo Combat Evolved, we haven't seen these maps. And you can select them for the the custom maps. We haven't seen these. So it's like, where did these come from? This is great. Uh, we did the same thing, similar of sorts, with Mario Kart. And we discovered that Mario Kart, if you do it like a local multiplayer, it's two on one console versus two on one console. So we just decided to do four of us on one screen and have a good time and laugh and cut up and all that kind of thing. So that was a that was a real good time. Uh, Cesar, we played um, Infinite this past weekend. For a long ass time. We had a good time. This um, so recently they have a the event this week is called the Yappening, and that is a grunt. They call it the Ungoy is the grunt. They call it the Ungoy celebration type thing, and it's Cesar. As far as I could tell, it's the same modes we've been playing, but it's Fiesta added on mm. top of it for big team battle, which made it interesting. Okay, so you'd get big team battle Slayer Fiesta, no batteries. No batteries. We never played a single round, did we, last CTF, night? CTF or Slayer, yeah. All CTF and Slayer. So you would get you would get Fiesta Slayer, and it would just be Big Team Battle Slayer with Fiesta, with you know whatever you ended up with, whether it was shitty weapons or not. Usually shitty weapons, right? And uh, Oh, God. This, that's the, the hardest <laughs> thing was just adjusting to the random weapons you get. There it was. was somewhere, they gave it me was. two fucking handguns. I was like, I can't do shit with this. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Or you get both, uh, as friend of the show Jeremy puts it, you get both alien weapons. So you get a mm-hmm. plasma pistol and plasma carbine or whatever that is. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, these these both suck ass. Let me run around and see if I can find somebody that died and get a get a BR or something, something I could kill somebody with. But we had some really good rounds with that. We had a lot it, of fun. That was probably the best in a long time. The big team battle was enjoyable. That we weren't threatening to quit and go to the Master Chief Collection. I mean, there were other reasons we were th- threatening to quit and go to Master Chief Collection, but it was not the game types and the modes. <laughs> Brent, I know you abandoned us on Saturdays, and I feel a certain way about it, and I'd like to take this time on this podcast to call you out and <laughs> make sure <laughs> that you rejoin intervention, us. <laughs> intervention. Everybody go around the room and tell us how, how much you mean to us, Brent, when you were playing Halo Infinite with us. Hi, my name's Richard, and it <laughs> It emotionally destroys me when I don't I, see Brant. I, I feel empty when I don't see the third PS5 tag. Hi, Cesar. Cesar. What are you talking about? We hardly feel. ever see the damn client tags anymore. You got to redo yeah, they them delete, every match. They delete every time, yeah. But Brant, no. I, I will say this is kind of the most fun Big Team Battle's been in a long time. Just because of the randomness. Yeah. It was finally something new. Like, we've had all these... The game's been out, what, almost two years now? <laughs> Shit. Year and a half? Months. Yeah, year and a half. It's almost two years. It's basically almost two years. And we're finally getting a variation on Big Team Battle. We're getting a mode, God. a seasonal whatever, you know, advance and get a new visor, or gloves or whatever the bullshit is. <laughs> get a new thing. And it's... Big team battle for once, which has never been a thing. So it's actually Cesar. Cesar's like, wait a minute, I leveled up. 
how did this happen? <laughs> I don't even love all, but just gave me shit. It not like I still show <laughs> yeah. the one hundred, but it's like I, I I gave me a banana keychain. It's like fuck a banana keychain. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I almost I almost joined last night, but we were there. Um, there was some miscommunication. I thought my sister was coming over here. Uh, like, to. To, to visit and I'm always confused as to whether people are coming over to play Halo or we're going to play online. Like, I and get, then I get she, it. she called me in, in the afternoon. She's like, you know, are you are you all right? Is, you know, everything OK? Did you hit traffic or something like what are you what are you talking about? And <laughs> I, I wound up re looking at some of the texts and everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I misunderstood. OK, we're getting in the car now. So <laughs> she lives. My bad. Uh, my bad. Yeah, she lives. Nowhere near you. Mm, almost about like an hour and th- almost thirty minutes away. Mm. So yeah, we got there late, ate late, and then we yeah. by the time we got home, we were it was it was late, and we, it was, I was just I was really tired last night. Yeah. That checks so. out. Because I I was like I really I was gonna I was gonna play with them because we were sitting on the couch and uh, the missus was asking me she's like you know are, are we watching something or what I'm like well I was gonna go play but. I'm I'm really tired. Let's watch like one episode of something and just go to bed because I'm, yeah. I'm tired. So it'd be like that sometimes. A hundred percent agreed. We did watch. Now to bring that up while we're up there, we watched the first episode of The Rings of Power, the new Lord of the Rings series on Amazon Prime. I was. Did y'all check that out? I haven't. I haven't heard anything. Or ooh, it's eh. it's awesome. It's so it's cool. awesome. No, I loved it. <laughs> I was gonna say your face was like, "Eh," but then you were giving thumbs up. I'm like, what? So I talked. I talked about it. I talked about it last week or two weeks ago about the soundtrack, just the score, how good that was, and the themes. And it it drove it for me. Like as soon as I heard them, I was like, "Oh God, I know these themes." And it just it transcended what might have been. I'm not gonna say it's a mediocre media property, and this is this is a huge deal. And I think that I've only seen the first episode and I thought it was really, really well done. But that score, because I had heard it and streamed it and listened to it, it like it elevated these themes and these characters. And I mean, we've all played RPGs our whole lives and and played these games where we associate themes with people and how the impact of those are and how strong these these music ties are and things like that. Oh, God, it was so good. I highly recommend Definitely check it out if you haven't so far. I'm going to rewatch it uh, with the missus because we saw it with the big group at like 2 o'clock in the morning because that's how these trips go. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we're going to keep going from there. But it's it's incredible. I highly recommend. No okay. mixed signals on that. It's it's awesome. It's, it does not have to carry the weight of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But it still feels like it's in that universe. It's somehow like I don't, I don't know the right way to explain that. It's like it's a it's a continuation of everything you love about that. Without, you don't hear the Hobbit theme. You don't hear the that's not it's not just a music thing. It just doesn't have that. You know, as soon as you jumped into Lord of the Rings. Frodo had the ring and it was instant doom. And if he doesn't get it there, the whole world's going to end. And you know, that, that set the pace for those three films, which were incredible, but you don't have that weight in this, 
series. You're you're in the second age instead of the third age. So you have a whole you have whole other stories to tell. You have new characters. You have borrowed bits from the Silmarillion and and other Tolkien lore. He and kills, it's just you kill spiders. The third age, the spider killers. <laughs> <laughs> Brant, if they made a second age game out of this, um, day one buying it out of this property. It's they did a great job the first episode. But it's I mean it's the elves. You know the elves. You know the humans. Yeah. The humans are like the weakest race in Tolkien's world, right? They are the ones who are susceptible to greed and the power of the ring and all those sorts of things. And you have a precursor race to the hobbits. You don't quite have the hobbits, but you have this other group. And it's just full of adventure and intrigue and mystery. And it's awesome. It's really, really good. Highly recommend. I'm going to wrap up games played with... Metroid Prime. I played Metroid Prime out of the Metroid Prime trilogy. Um, I sent Cesar this message. I happened to win one on eBay for $106, I think it was, shipped. The full, the limited edition and everything. And it came, Cesar, I meant to message you. Lucky SOB. Yeah, Cesar, I lowballed every bid. I I lowballed every bid for like six weeks. Because I got one when it came out from friend of the show, uh, Strop. And... I just never opened it like something else got in the way and this and this and this. So I have a sealed copy of Metro Prime Trilogy. So it's like, I don't want to open this. And I talked about playing this on the podcast before. The Wii U version is forced 16 by 9 and it has a weird. It's like 15 by 9 or 14 by 9. It has a weird aspect ratio. It's not quite 100% right. So I've been messing around with eBay and I got this one from Goodwill San Francisco for like 85 and then it was like 17 dollars ship so it was it was 106 i'm like that's okay because my lowest bid so far had been like 115 and when i got it it was mint you never know what you're going to get with some of these bids and i popped it open i looked at the disc and i was like this is like i just unwrapped this game it is perfect so i fired it up and i'm halfway through like the intro mission of metroid prime where you have the various suit and all that stuff where you have all your missiles and you don't have to unlock anything. You're not quite on Talon. You're on the, the, it's like a derelict ship or something like that. And they're like these balls. They're like these balls, like Halo, <laughs> the Halo map. Um, this is the definitive way to play this game. That is with the motion controls. Cause I, I wasn't sold on them when I played the Wii U version. Like maybe this is okay, but, for some reason, I felt like the GameCube one was the way to go. This is pretty slick. Uh, you hit the minus button on the Wii remote to pull up the scan visor, and everything is just so much faster. Like, you don't, I guess the Wii configuration with the nunchuck and the Wii remote has more buttons than the GameCube controller, but it's like, it's so much more intuitive to just bounce between the scan visor and jumping and shooting and clicking and everything just seems way more intuitive hopefully next week we're talking about metroid prime coming to switch and then everybody can play this but as of now it's almost like a skyward sword situation where the motion controls as much maligned as they were when it came out that is the most intuitive and succinct way to play these titles but it, uh, I'm playing it on a CRT on uh, on the Wii, and it's it's beautiful. It's a good ass game. 
I'm I'm probably gonna abandon my GameCube save file from a year or so ago <laughs> and and pick this one up because it's just um, it's great. Unless in the next seven days we find out there's another Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime uh, port to another console. That's rumored to be ready to go for several months. Yeah, since let, like let last year, let right? Let disappoint yeah. and let it be a other end. Uh, yeah! the it's the Falcons of um, of Nintendo games. <laughs> you heard the people speak, and we they wanted the other M's. Other M, the Ninja Theory game. Uh, those are my games played. The level 256 arcade in Asheville, North Carolina. Halo Master Chief Collection with local LAN. There are some weird configurations with that. Let me know if you want to know how to set up a LAN with Metroid or Metroid Master Chief Collection. I, I want to know how to set up a LAN with Metroid. <clears throat> yeah, let's land some Metroid. Uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy also on its uh, main screen will let you know how to do Metroid Prime 2 Echoes multiplayer. It's like right yeah. there front the center. There's multiplayer that, and Echoes. Heck yeah. Is it good? Yes, I've it's, never played it. I I had never played it either, and then yeah. one day my kid was like looking through the games, and he he yeah. pulled out Met- he was pulled out Metro Prime Two and was looking at it. He goes, "Can we can we play play this?" I'm like, "Oh well, that's not you know that's that's single player." He goes, "No no no, it says a multiplayer." Let's try it, and then we yeah. had a how'd it go? Last it was really so good. It was good. What are you doing? Is it like deathmatch or? Uh, yeah, it's basically. I think there was there's a couple different game modes. One of them is like a where you you fight each other. You can pick up power ups, uh, different power ups, and um, you can you know basically hunt each other. And if you wind up defeating the other person, they they have no power ups. Then and they have to you know kind of retread and get their stuff back um does it use the light and dark world stuff or is it just yeah like pretty much multiplayer? it does yeah yeah it's pretty much like mm, i i honestly i don't remember oh some kind of mountain dew zero mountain dew zero mystery flavor mystery it's delicious but yeah, also played some uh recommended. Also played some Splatoon 3, but I just did the intro. So I'm going to let Cesar touch on a lot more than what I did with Splatoon 3. All right. <clears throat> I guess for me, this week... Uh, Splatoon 3. Be... Huh? Splatoon 3. I guess I can start out with Splatoon 3. So, yeah, I did purchase Splatoon 3. Uh, I got maybe about six or seven hours into it, but I'm only exclusively been playing the multiplayer. I haven't done any of the single player stuff. So, uh, the, the sucky things, I don't know if any of you guys did the, the beta, uh, none of that shit carried over. Um, I had to create my character, which was annoying and go through the whole opening stage, get a bit where they force you to use motion controls, which uh, drives me insane. The damn tilt control. Yeah. So I have to like go through the fucking story thing before it forces you to do it. You, You can't even turn it off in the beginning. It's like, you have to, fucking do it and i immediately as soon as i get to the options i turn that off because not only did they have it on there once for console through a, a regular controller but they also have it through in handheld mode so you have to turn it on there twice awesome uh, i was asking which, you about that earlier today and to find out if that's uh because the tutorial made me play the motion controls i was like yeah, is yeah there's no way out stick it, you with or what it, it is 100 percent not my thing i'm not gonna say garbage it's not my thing yeah right definitely. um 
I I can see I don't know, man. I can see some people digging into it, but I don't know. It's it. I, I some I, people like to have the option. I'm I'm with you, Cesar. I I cannot stand I'm, it. I'm a boomer when it comes to my tilt controls, man. I don't need <laughs> boomer um, controls because yeah, it winds up fucking me up because I'll, I'll you know I'll be aiming and then all of a sudden like I'll uninstinctively like move the controller or something and then all of a sudden my, my camera's all over the place. I'm like, what the hell? So. Yeah, because you always got to use a button to reset. And that thing for me, yeah. if I go through the single player campaign, I can probably do tilt. Uh, but multiplayer is is a no deal. Uh, so I think I'm level, I'm almost level ten in the multiplayer. Uh, I got to double check it again. I could be like eight or nine or something like that. But I, I'm almost to the double digits. I think the thirty is the max, like they've done in every fucking Splatoon game. Huh. Um, thirty is the max. <laughs> yeah, thirty is the max. So, like, cause the whole point of the game is like, as you go through and you level up, they give you like a silver ticket, not a golden ticket, but a silver ticket, and you bring it to the weapon shop, and then you trade it in for a new weapon. And so, like, you unlock. A, I got a golden ticket. That would have been better with a gold <laughs> ticket. I at least would have been singing that every time I went into the shop. <laughs> uh, now I'm just in here with a sad silver ticket, and and the guys like explaining to me like what this gun does, and like, bitch, you told me this the last two games. It's the same fucking gun, and I was like, can I just skip this part? And I like, there's a the button's like just go through it fast. I'm like, the problem I had was I leveled up like because I, I I use the 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 starter splatter junior, and that's the one I like. So I don't think I went into in there until like level seven. So I had seven tickets. So it's like him there for. 15 minutes explaining to every weapon there is. And I'm like, oh my God, just let me buy one. Oh, <laughs> really? It's like, he won't let you skip it. So like, Richard, my recommendation as you level up, go into that store every time. Because um, if you let it, let it, let it build up, you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> um, the added feature, I don't think they had in Splatoon 2, is like you can press the L1 button and jump around different stores, which is cool. Uh, and that way I'm not running out into the fucking plaza and running across the street so I can go look at t-shirts. Uh, that helps. Oh. Um... Outside of that, when you start off the game, it tells you there's some guy looking at the sewer, like staring at you funny. So I'm assuming that's the single. I haven't up. walked over to him. Did you get uh, crabs from him? Maybe. I mean, there's crabs in the game, like a giant crab, uh, but it's a certain weapon. Uh, so I, I literally just went in there and I just done the multiplayer on there. and just, I've enjoyed it because I was kicking everybody's ass day one and now everybody's unlocking all the different weapons. I'm good. Were, I'm good with the basic weapons, man. Teams, when they start right? coming out with the... the they, they fucking got the umbrella gun. I'm like sitting like, what the fuck is this? And they just storing me with the umbrella gun. I'm like, I, I don't even know how this works, but whatever, man. I, I got to get good again now. So, um, so man, it's Splatoon three. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know how much more you can do with that game without changing the formula. So it's like they took the second one and, and improved upon it. That's, what, that's I've, it so. what I've played of it so far is like, okay, this is Splatoon, like season three, like it's. It's what we've been playing since the Wii yeah. U, right? I mean, they yeah. still have the what? They still have the salmon run. The only difference is the turf wars. Is I haven't done any of that yet. I've only done the 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 regular um, multiplayer. I think the cool aspect of it. This is like the first Nintendo game that I've seen where you can just go to, let's say, Brent, you're playing online. I can actually go right on my playlist when I hit the multiplayer, and if I see you playing online, I can join Brent. I've never seen that in a Nintendo game before. Awesome. Click on Brant's name. Revolutionary. Like, yeah. I've I've only played Nintendo systems and I've never seen anybody done this before. Um, it's crazy. Just join any person on your friends list game. Um so yeah, I mean that's Splatoon 3. It's it's fun. Uh like I said, I, I don't know if you're missing if you didn't play that much Splatoon 2. I don't know if that's gonna be your thing. I'm assuming the community is gonna drop off a big bunch. 
So if you play Splatoon 2, you might notice it on there. But there's like Splatoon 1. There's still people playing Splatoon 1. So there's going to be a community there. So uh, Richard mentioned we played Halo. Uh, I did beat a couple games this week. Um, I did beat uh, Yudakiru, uh, which was that uh, visual novel slash shoot 'em up. Um, I'm not going to go into the story mode, but the story's pretty good. It does do it. There's a couple twists in there, like they done in uh, Dang- uh, Danganronpa and Phoenix Wright. It's like those type of uh, visual novels. If you like those, you'll enjoy it. Um, once you do beat the game, you do unlock all the shoot 'em up stages. I think there's seven of them because each one there's there's seven chapters. Each one comes like a shoot 'em up stage in the end to cap that chapter. So if you do like shoot 'em ups, there you can do the score attack mode, which is just those stages. Um, and they do last a while because there's three boss fights in each stage. So I want to say if you were to just go through the seven stages of the um, the battles, I think it's about a good two hours probably straight of just shoot 'em ups, which is cool. Um. Outside of that, uh, as Brent saw, I beat Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, uh, Platinum, that thing. Because uh, it's actually Platinum for me because I don't have to play Factions online, which I never did. <laughs> you ever play Factions? On the, uh, on the original, yes. I That was one of those where it was different. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't one of those, again, that would kept, that kept me glued to it or that I was you know, die hard trying to get the the trophies just for playing the faction part. Yeah, because you had to, like, level, you had to level 20 or something. It's something crazy. Yeah. Trophies, right? Like, you had to put, like, time. You had to grind in that faction thing. And I, I, for me, man, when I originally played Last of Us on PS3 and then I played the remaster on PS4, I, there was that difficulty spike for whatever reason because I was used to Uncharted. Yeah. For whatever reason. I mean, they had that same engine on there, but I... My brain didn't click on it when I played on PS3 because I think I've always gotten to Bill's Town and I always got to the part where I had to go to the school to get the battery. And then for whatever reason, when you fight the bloater for the first time, I never, I don't, I think I just passed it or never passed it on the PS3 one. And I'm like, it really was too difficult for me. And so I think I sat down and did the PS4 one and I played that straight when they did the remaster on that one. I think that was like right around the, the holiday, so I was off of work. So I ended up, I started it up there, and I got past that part where I went to uh, Pittsburgh. And then you meet, met with Sam and his brother. And after that, that's when the story really took off. Because I think it, that story didn't really take off for me until that point. Yeah. Like when they introduced those characters. Because it was always like that slow drag where you got to transport Ellie. And it was like, there wasn't really much character development in there outside of, you know, there's, everybody's not happy with what they are. And I'm like, First, you get in, then you get into Bill, and Bill's a little interesting because you know he always talks about his partner. And yeah, he's very centric and <laughs> he's an interesting character. So let's put it that way. Yeah, and, and it's funny because like um, Joel's like, yeah, he he's not gonna like you at first. He grows on you, you know. It's like he has to grow to like you type <laughs> thing. So you know, it's like, and you see that he did the same thing with Ellie. You know, he hated Ellie. Yeah, he goes through there, but um, then I went through it on the like I said, the remaster. I just played it through after I got through there, and so. Because uh, then I think what was it? Uh, Bill was it not Bill. It was um, what was the the crazy um, oh religious um, guy? You know what I'm talking about? Gosh, I can't remember his his name. The one that was what? that's actually voiced by Nolan North. Yeah, it's Nolan like North. At all. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it shocked me when I heard that he's the one when that I saw the credits and I was like, yeah. oh god, Nolan North. I was like, that doesn't sound like him at all. Does it? Yeah, he did a. It's weird how how good of a job he did with that. But, but yeah, yeah, that's that's that part where, like, 
I don't know. The game's how old at this point? But it's like uh, almost ten years, right? It's coming up nine next years. Year, I think. Yeah, but I think that's that's the point where every three years, um, like you're having to basically be Ellie alone for a little bit. So yes. for story reasons. Yeah, for story reasons. Story reasons. Reasons. Yes. For reasons. Um. So yeah, going off a whole tangent on the remaster. So to answer your question, this is the remake. Thus, the part one in the title, which was not there. Yeah. Uh, no multiplayer. Um, you do get a wealth of uh, accessibility options. Uh, if you or if you need them, use them. They're great. Uh, I've always used the bigger subtitles, which helps. Because yeah. uh, the tiny ones do hurt my eyes on these 4K TVs now. Uh, I've noticed that my eyes suck because I've tried to study books on my phone and I can't do it anymore. And I sat there and used to run on treadmills and read books off my phone. Uh, and I cannot do that anymore. So We're getting old, sir. Yeah, my old ass. Um, uh, but, it, I mean, it's it's the same fucking game. So, I mean, you, you get less content. You don't get the, you don't get the multiplayer. Uh, it does play better. Um, you do get some of the stuff they fixed up on the mechanics from the second game carried over. Not much. Um, the engine is totally redone. Uh, to be honest, I didn't notice it because I don't play that game that often. There's only certain things that really stood out to me, like the water effects in that game is fucking ridiculous. Just him just pushing and threading the water and seeing the ripples go through. Yeah, uh, I, I, I saw I've... a clip of that. That looked that looked amazing. There are some fucking magicians out there with the see, with just the graphics department, man. They're just I don't know, man. It's like I've I've done water all my life, but this is my life's work, and. Then... <laughs> <laughs> I can retire now. That's what I imagine. Now. I mean, I don't think you can get any real water than this point. So, like uh, but um, I mean, it, I think I played in two settings, man. That Last of Us is still a good ass game, man. It still pulls you through. It's still, it's still got that slow start, but once you get in there and get through it, man, with that story, it's really, really good. Um, I did send you that clip, Brand. I don't know if you watched it on the Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. I know I was coming for me. I'm gonna make this count. <laughs> I, I died laughing when I saw that. <laughs> oh man, I was like, oh, you got a good point. I didn't even know you could do that and murder people in that room. Because like, I've always I, been the thing. I didn't know. Going yeah, and, like set the guy on fire and everything. I was like, oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think it took me like 15 hours. I went through it. Um, I mean, the game's still there. It's still good. Um, I don't think they have included these game enhancements before, Brent. Where I think that's another thing they did. You can go in there and change different options where you can do exploding arrows, which is funny. If I shoot an arrow and it explodes the whole area, like everybody oh. starts flying across the screen. Uh, infinite ammo uh, for every gun. Uh, infinite oh, crafting. Yeah. Um, so, but you can only unlock that once you beat the game once. Um, so it's not like, See, uh, not that, like that, that gives the, me replayability because that I mean once I that's what made me play Resident Evil 4 so many freaking times because every time I could go in there and get the Tommy gun after you know yeah. after you beat it once you can get the Tommy gun you can get the suit of armor for Ashley you can get the exploding crossbow it's like the and, bandana for metal gear yeah you can yeah. get all sorts of cool stuff and that, that stealth camo was the other one stealth camo was the other one too yeah and and anything like that it just it it gives you a reason to play it again and the next time it's like you you just don't give a fuck you can run through it and you're mm. like you said doing crazy shit and exploding everything I, it was funny man because I, I think I, I went in there and i used the arrows just to blow up zombies and it explodes <laughs> the whole area and it's like and when you go by there's body parts everywhere i'm like oh god i was like <laughs> <laughs> so that's i mean great. there's some stuff there's some stuff there that's pretty funny um but yeah i mean it's it's the same last of us part one so i mean i 
I think the diehards will buy this game up. Uh, this game will probably sell more once the TV series comes out next year. That's my thing. It's going to be cheaper too, probably by then. So yeah. Um, the last thing I beat. And Brent, you saw me. It was I beat every fucking game in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowboy collection. Every fucking, Damn. Every fucking he ran through it. You had to beat every one of those games to get every trophy in that game. Damn. I played every one. I beat them all. Uh, the hardest ones were all the fighting games because they were bullshit. Because I had to sit there and put them on the hardest setting to get the the final boss to get the true endings. How'd, be, so how'd you beat the through. damn level on the NES Turtles? Save states and rewinds. Amen, brother. I, that's how I beat every game. Because the, sure. the ones on the Game Boy Advance were hardest balls, too. <laughs> uh, the worst one was uh, Turtles 3 on the NES. That thing took me six hours. The Manhattan oh, Project. <laughs> that was a long-ass game. Most of the other ones only take about an hour. A little bit over an hour. doesn't take long. That's the that best man, one on the NES, That third one opinion. was long-ass fuck, man. It's a good that, game. I'd say the, the last podcast, I think I knocked out... Um, that arc the arcade original the arcade one yeah like 30 minutes before and it was right I mean, here before we did the podcast it, the I sat arcade there and just pressed, quick i just i just pressed start a whole bunch i think oh yeah like i thought i thought i was gonna stop at 100 i was like whole no bunch of going. Was like, going yeah <laughs> you could just keep hitting it cowabunga yeah i remember you saying that but yeah i kept going to like 250 i stopped after that i was like no i don't need that many lies and i beat that up um, the fighting games were the hardest ones to beat. Uh, those fighters. were the ones with the ridiculous story. Um, the tournament fighters was different on every fucking console. Um, the Genesis one was like that. all in space and you had different planets. And like each, hmm. like uh, April had a spaceship and then you fight Casey Jones on the ice planet. And it's like, <laughs> it's weird. And then you fight uh, Ray on a wa- water planet it's and then after you beat weird. him, you beat him I, I, see, like the other ones, like the other ones on the SNES and the Super Nintendo ones were like a tr- actual fucking tournament. Like the Genesis one was like a fucking Star Wars esque through the universe. You got to go fight everybody in the universe type thing. And then the the ones on the NES and SNES were like uh like Street Fighter esque. Uh, and most of the movesets were like Street Fighter. Uh, the Genesis one was like somebody was like, you know what? And they just went out there and got high in the back. It's like we're gonna do something different for the Genesis one, the Mega Drive one. We're going in this direction. That's that's what the, that's what it felt like the Mega Drive one. The Genesis one had different games because, like, the Turtles in Time, you had Turtles in Time, then it was like Hyperstone on the Genesis, which was like completely yeah. different. And but it's like it was more faithful to that arcade one. And I think Turtles in Time out of that whole collection is my favorite one. This is my favorite game. Uh, and that was Turtles the one they beat Ubisoft in 3D, also as well as Turtles in Time. But like, there's like, it's it's funny how each version of that fucking game is different. Like. There's one where, like, I think the the Genesis one was like they took the they took the Statue of Liberty in the, the whole city of New York, but in the, yeah. in the original arcade one he only stole the Statue of Liberty and like the he didn't even steal anything in the fucking Super Nintendo one. It was like each one of them was different. It's weird. <laughs> like I beat every one of these fucking games. I know too much about Turtles now, man. And, uh, <laughs> Turtle War is complete. Did you dine on Turtle Soup tonight? I did it like at least three times on Turtles in Time Four. So yeah, <laughs> taste but, uh, it. And the, the most shocking one was the one I tagged you in, Richard, that you saw, Brent, was the, the Master Splinter. Like, I'm turning back to my human form. I, I beat the game's like, what the fuck am what? I looking at? <laughs> he never went that way. Sure. No, no. That's, no, it's not okay. Where is this lore? Like, he's, like, he's like, thank you for being Shredder. I'm going back to being a human. And then April's like, um, 
like we did it everybody let's all eat pizza and they celebrate because then it, it is showing on the trophy attachment but the the picture but it, he actually turns back to a human and shows his human face he's like fuck you guys and he's like and he turns back awful. into human. <laughs> awful <laughs> oh that's what i text richard oh. that ending is wild man and then richard's like said no one ever because that game's unbeatable <laughs> yeah no one's ever beat it no, no one has ever said this and that's why I clipped it and sent, uh, tagged them in there. I was like, you got to watch this shit. I'm sitting there watching like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, oh, dear God. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Splatoon 3, your, uh, Yudakiru, uh Last of Us remake, and the uh, Calabunga collection. So, Good recap. All right, Brand, Brand, bring us home. Uh, let's see. So uh, I got in that new, I guess, new re-release. Of uh, a JoJo game, JoJo's uh, All-Star Battle R, which originally was a PlayStation 3 game, correct, Cesar? Stands for Remake, I guess. So, um, I've fighting game. Um, I enjoy it a lot. I need to spend a little bit more time with it. I literally popped it in, did the tutorial, um, got to the... What's that? The page? I can't, can't even remember what they called it, but it's it's a page like with a bunch of little like um, manga panels, and you can go through and, and do a bunch of different fights. You can do like different um, parts or like part one, part two, and like yeah. they have their own. They break. It's like a it's like a love letter to JoJo if you played in there because like oh yeah, seeing some on there where like there's certain interactions and certain stages where they replace scenes from the show. So I did I don't know three four of those. Um... And then had to had to stop do something else. Um, I made sure I downloaded uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two before it left uh, PlayStation uh, Plus. Know, that, that is that is your jam. I thought you had that day one. What happened? Uh, I just I had forgotten, and I made sure that I added it to my library, and I downloaded it last week. And today I actually booted it up and played it because. Oh. Uh, PS5 version, right? I was about to say that that was the yeah. one where they they said, "Oh, look, here's a next gen update," and the next gen update was, "Hey, give us ten dollars and you can upgrade." And I said, "Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Here's all these here's all do. these other people here's all these other people giving me free updates for you just pop the game in and update. What's wrong with you?" And like last the of problem is it's Activision. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so we got it free on PlayStation Plus. I downloaded it. Um, it's It's got decent haptics. Um, it doesn't use the triggers at all, of course. Really? Um, there's no, like, feedback, because usually you only use the, uh, the triggers um, to help angle or do reverts and things like that when you come down a ramp. But I'm surprised there's not some kind of like a little bit of resistance or anything. But there's there's nothing. Um, Brand, they haven't made a resistance game in years. <laughs> oh damn! Wait, you, got you, me, played sir. A new, you played a new resistance game? No, no resistance. Yeah, the 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 last one, Burning Skies. Oh. <laughs> that was a big game. Oh. Man. I tried to play oh. it the other day, and I, I tried to jump on multiplayer, and it was just me by myself. <laughs> Did you win? Uh, no, because I couldn't find a game. I had to, I had to find. Look, 
I don't want to derail from what Brand was saying, but I had to go re reapply the voucher because for whatever reason there was a there was a multiplayer voucher for that game, and I never claimed it, and it was still active when I claimed it. So. Wow, how about that? I think I've played that multiplayer. Sure. I think I redeemed mine. Huh. I don't remember if I. Is did. it that bad? Yeah, I wanted me to, like it, it wanted me to do a ten dollar battle pass. It's like fuck that. Is oh, it that no. bad? Is the campaign that bad? Is it that it, bad? It is. It is. This game. Baron. It is like. It makes Resistance One look like it makes Halo One and the Halo it makes um Killzone One look great. You play Killzone One, where it's like this is just you walking and shooting. That's <laughs> that's Burning Skies. Is it's like ba 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 ba, and then you go into the next area ba 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 ba. They did not understand the assignment. Resistance Three, Resistance Three is more Resistance Pete. I love Three. Um. But I said it before, I'll say it again. Vicarious did a really good job. Um, there's there's still some things, like I wish um, some of the cheat codes and things were there. Um, they already you know, have it to where you can turn on some of the game modifications. And some other game modifications are unlocked once you beat the games. Um... But I feel like there was a lot more stuff you could do, like big head modes. There was like a disco mode. And, of course, the original games. Um, let's say it was Pro Skater 2 uh, had like Spider-Man in it. Like you could unlock Spider-Man, uh, like the that, the, fu- yeah. the future one where he's got like the black suit with like the silver on there. Um but of course, I'm I'm assuming through licensing and and stuff that they couldn't do that. Um, but it's it's still a really really good game. I I'm glad that they got a lot of the same music as much as they could. Uh, PS5 wise, I'm sure side by side with PS4 gameplay, maybe I'd notice a difference. Um, it looks good either way to me. Probably just be the faster loading, right? That'd be the big. I'm about to say it's it's probably just faster loading, honestly. Um. Other than that, I mean it. You got more I, uh, forehead shine on the, <laughs> the PS5 one. They're they're more glowy. Probably. Like remember those remember those days when we had those uh, PS1 games and had Dreamcast ports and they just had shiny yeah. foreheads on the Dreamcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Other than that, there was one more game, and I've, I've talked about this game several times. Um, for... Madden 2023. No, 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 no. Not Madden 2023. FIFA so, 2023. There's there's this little game that I, I NBA played... NBA Live 2023. When I was a... Trying to bring NBA Live back. <laughs> NFL Blitz 2023. This game I played Rugby when I was a kid... Called Robo Pit, uh, for the PlayStation One. What is that? Did you crowdfund get that game? No, no. What is so this? Robo Pit, and it is is an amazing like one on one robot fighting game. So you can go through, you can create your own robot. Um, you start off with limited arms that you can choose from. Where you have like a regular fist, or you can get a sword. Um, there's a shield and a, um, I think like a javelin or spear kind of arm, and you start at 
spot 101 on a list of, you know, 100, 100 robots. And you go through, and there's all these different robots, and you fight your way up the list. There's, like, these special boss robots that you'll encounter as you go up. Like Mega um, Man? Yes, kind of. But um, every time you encounter and fight one, uh, at least in the PlayStation version, you can pick which one of their arms you want to take after you win. So they may have um, a different weapon that you don't, and you can you can pick that one to take from them. Um, I've <laughs> I adored this game. It's it, to me it was it's uh, Arms before Arms was a thing to Nintendo. Oh. Um, and I I played it uh via my PlayStation TV, and I don't know why I looked something up about. Oh, that's what it was. I was looking up um up cheat codes for it just to see what there was, and there's you know some that let you um unlock you know a couple special robots or um I forget what the other one was. There's but there's a couple other cheats, but in doing so. I realize this game had a Saturn port. What? So, yes, this game has a Saturn port. So, I uh, got a wild hair before the show. I started thinking about it again. I said, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get it. I'm going to burn a copy. So I did. I put it in the Saturn. Um, there's some definite differences um, <laughs> between, like... Uh, the menus and stuff. I don't know how the the Saturn version manages to be both superior and inferior at the same time. Sounds like a Saturn. Okay. Game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How does that happen? Um, I would love to to actually do a a full on comparison video at some point. Um, Please do. There's there's uh like making your robot is different. There seems to be some some stuff that is only on the Saturn. Uh, the Saturn is missing, from what I can tell, maybe one music track or two music tracks, and that's only like when you win a match. Um, I couldn't pin it down to if it was because I burned a copy, or maybe the English version of this is just like this because I saw a Japanese version. But usually... Um, when you begin a round, you know, it's like ready fight. Um, and it hmm. still does that. But then when you win, I'm used to the PlayStation version, you know, pops up and it goes, you win, uh, where the, uh, Saturn version, I won a match and it goes, you win. <laughs> and then, uh, I did another match and it just went, you and it didn't say anything else. And then the next match that I went to and won, it just went, win! <laughs> so, uh, and I watched some YouTube. I'm like, is it is it just this? And that's the thing, is the, the, the person that I watched that played the um, Japanese version uh, on the Saturn seemed yeah. fine. Um, did it, did it have the a English... slower... Did it have a slower CD-ROM? Because Russell and I famously, like, our most favorite saturn game for so many years was a soccer game and it was it but it was just preloaded stuff so it'd be like today's match is 
Italy <laughs> versus Spain. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I, Did it I just I have, have a slower CD-ROM like that, I, or I don't know, because yeah, I watched an so English, off. I watched Weird. an English one, and it did the same, the same thing. So, uh, I'm I'm this close a to, winner to buying uh, <laughs> an actual version of it, like How much a is it? hard copy, How much is a real like forty bucks. It's not that bad. What game? So, Robo Pit. Robo Pit for Saturn. Robo Pit for Saturn. I never even heard of this. Uh, it's a it's a good game, and I did I did notice some other difference notable differences is I can still move after I've already won the match. Like I can I can just keep going on the the enemy robot. Everything you is somebody. You everything robot. everything is slowed down though, and I do notice that the Saturn version seems to be a little easier. Um, in the PlayStation version, I'm so used to it, I can. I can just push them to the edge and knock them off pretty easy. But in the Saturn version, I don't have to. If I just swing and keep swinging, their health just goes bop, 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 bop down really, really quickly. Where if I fight... Where did you dig this up? I've I've had it. I've had for the PlayStation for for years since I was a child. Find it somewhere? I don't know. No, I've had it since I was a child. I don't this know. I can't remember I if I asked about it or, or, you know, I saw it somewhere and was like, Have I want this game. Robo Pit 2? There's mm, a Robo Pit 2. There is a Robo Pit 2. I looked it up. Um, Intergalactic Gladiators. The the thing is, is it it looks like one they they switched studios. Yes. Um. Uh, this does and, not look like what you're describing. <laughs> yeah, t- two. It uh, has like some kind of weird story. I saw like it pops up. There's dialogue between the different robots and stuff. I'm like, well, that that's that's not it. And then there's literally no music, nothing when you're actually fighting. The music in Robo Pit One. There's actually there's only I don't know six seven music tracks, but they're bangers. They're good music. <laughs> Where two as RoboPit Robo Two, Cinemax, you just it's a Zenimax game. We'll get Zenimax? it on. Uh, yeah, we'll get it on Game Pass. <laughs> I was about to say, but when when you're when you're fighting in there, you just hear the and the the hits. You hear the the swings and the hits. That's all you hear. I'm like, that's that's really dull. RoboPit. The uh, the Saturn version, a lot of the assets, because there's like rocks and like columns and some stuff and and trees in certain areas that will like. Um, that'll be around you uh in the saturn version the the world seems to build up right before you um fight um Hmm. there there's definitely some different uh there's not as many assets and the i'll say some of the um textures and stuff don't look as good as they do on the playstation um like i said I, i i could probably do a, a freaking comparison on this and I'd love to Do because it. this is this is one of my games um <laughs> and it sounds good, wild it's, I I think it's it definitely could be considered a, a hidden gem on the PlayStation I loved it as a kid and there's even uh different um the the first the first boss on PlayStation that you get to is this dude it's a robot and he's got two boomerang hands um and his name, they just call him Boomer. Um, <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, 
boomer tilt controls, <laughs> as I put it. Uh, and he's he's a son of a bitch too because he's got like a car body, and so he'll just kind of like zoom around and he'll al- alternate left, right, left, right, left, right, <laughs> and send those boomerangs at you, and it's it, it's a pain at first Damn. if you get like stuck in front of him because he can just keep blocking you and hitting you. Uh, in the um, in the Saturn version, the first boss is this tiny. He's like short. He's like half the height of all the other robots in the game, and his name is like Teke Teke, and he's like a little square robot dude with tiny little legs and like little tiny little robot pincher hands, and he he will like zoom around the stage and jump okay. everywhere. He's he's oh. crazy looking. Um, but I had, I'm having a lot of fun with this, uh, especially booting it up on the Saturn, um, before the show. Uh, I'm just, it was, you know, playing the game again for the first time and going like, what the heck is this? (laughs) So, uh, I, I, I recommend, highly recommend. Robo pit. Robo pit. One. Yeah. Not two. I got curious when I saw there was a two and then I looked up some video and was like, not eh, impressed. Not, not impressed. But that's it. Is that it? Folks, yep. y'all got anything else to add before we get out of here? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Next, I'm going to have to play the Saturn version of Croc. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot.